everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost, and today, well, I want to talk to you about two things. We're going to talk about ocean and river today, which we usually kind of keep separate, but there was a piece of news that came about last week, and I think that it's important, so I want to talk about that on the ocean side. And then after we're done talking about that, we're going to talk about the best river cruise lines for solo travelers, which is what our topic is today. Uh, But I thought that, you know, for a cruise-specific podcast, it was really important to talk about this piece of news coming from Royal Caribbean first. So Royal Caribbean is going to offer the first fully vaccinated sailings, and that's going to start in Israel. So I know that we've probably, most of us have probably been hearing a lot about Israel and how successful their vaccination campaigns have been. And at the point of this recording, Israel has vaccinated 37.6% of its population fully. 52.4% of its population have been given the first dose of the vaccine. So they are leading um, pretty, pretty well in having their population vaccinated. So naturally, what does a cruise company do? They say, we're going to take our new ship, Odyssey of the Seas, to Israel. And starting in May 2021, we are going to offer fully vaccinated sailings only. Now, Royal Caribbean has not put out an official mandate that guests on board are going to need to have the COVID vaccine to sail. But in terms of this particular sailing, these particular sailings on the Odyssey of the Seas, all guests and crew over the age of 16 are going to be to need to be vaccinated. Um, They also have mandated that all of their crew be vaccinated before sailing as well. So though passenger, there hasn't been an official passenger mandate, there has been that mandate for crew. And, you know, I was serving on a panel the other week and Uh, one of the panelists said that they don't know for sure that these bigger cruise lines are going to require a vaccine for passengers to get on board. Because as we know, there are some people who don't want to take the vaccine for various reasons. And so there is a chance that cruise passengers could be lost. We have seen a few cruise lines, um, American Queen Steamboat Company, Victory Cruise Lines, and Crystal among them, requiring vaccines for everyone on board the ship. So Crystal and American Queen and its sister company, Victory Cruise Lines, do have that vaccine mandate so that the entire sailing is vaccinated. But we don't really know when these companies are going to start sailing again. So Royal Caribbean kind of giving this date, saying they're going to do a fully vaccinated sailing. It's it's nice news to hear. Um, and it's nice news to hear that they're going to be able to do that. And it does kind of make me wonder and make a lot of people in the industry wonder, you know, how this is going to work moving forward. Is Royal Caribbean going to go ahead and go through with this mandate? Or are they going to try these sailings out, see how they go? And, and who's going to follow that example? So Though I don't have much more news about how Royal Caribbean is going to handle the situation moving forward, I do think that it was important to bring up because I think that a lot of people are going to see this as a model. And clearly with some people already having those vaccine mandates, um, 
we can see that this is going to be a trend. And I think that many more cruise lines are going to hop on board and, and have the same rules or requirements for travelers. Anyway, that is really all that I had to say about that. So now we're going to go jump into river cruising and we're going to talk about solo travel. So I want to talk a little bit first about what the solo travel experience is like. As someone who has river cruised and and ocean cruised by myself a few times, I love that solo travel experience. I don't feel like I have to respond to anyone else or do what they're doing. I can really do what I want to do on my own. And maybe that speaks more to me than it does to the solo travel experience. Because of course, when you travel with someone else, you can choose to go on different excursions and dine in different restaurants. But I often think of traveling with someone as kind of a group activity. So again, that might just speak more to my mentality. But the thing that I love about river cruising is that I often joke that I couldn't be alone on a ship even if I wanted to. And of course, that's not true. I am a social creature by choice. But I remember one day on a sailing, I was really trying to be by myself. And I was sitting at a table in the dining room for lunch by myself. And I was reading a book and two passengers who I had, you know, waved to a couple times came up to me and they said, can we sit with you? And I, of course, said yes, because as I mentioned, I'm a little bit of a social creature. But, you know, you you have these experiences and you build these relationships. And so I think that sometimes the solo travel experience can be daunting for people who, especially people like widows or people who have just lost partners or maybe people who are recently divorced and are used to having companionship that experience can be daunting. And then, of course, just for people who are single and looking to travel or maybe looking to travel without a partner, that can be daunting as well. Doing a trip alone, especially to somewhere like Europe, can be a little bit scary. But I don't think that there is a better place to do it than on a river cruise because everything is so organized. Everything is taken care of. Most things are included on many on on most river cruise companies, I'll, I'll even say. So you kind of have this perfect experience where you don't really need to keep up with anything. So having another person there to remind you about certain events or things, you have that. You have that with your cruise manager, you have that with the crew, and you have that with your daily planners. So it is kind of the ideal situation for solo travelers, except for one thing, the cost. Now, if you're not familiar with what a solo or single supplement is, which as most of my audience's travel agents, I'm sure that you do. So I'm going to go over this really pretty quickly. A single supplement is the price that you pay to travel solo as a single person occupying a double cabin. Now, oftentimes you are looking at paying 200% of the cruise fare. So you're paying the per person rate times two as makes sense. I mean, not to say that we'll get to some of the incentives in a minute, but if you are one person occupying a room for two people, the cruise line could easily sell that room to two people. Instead, they're selling it to one. So why should you pay half the price? Now, some cruise lines, again, we'll get to that in a second, do offer incentives for solo travelers. But I know people who have thought about doing river cruises solo and ended up just taking friends with them as long as they could pay air because they were truly looking at paying the same price to travel alone as they would to have someone tag along with them. 
So these single supplements can um, range from, you know, usually about 150 to 200 percent. And then there are always these uh, promotions that certain cruise lines run and some cruise lines have single cabins. And we'll talk about all of that again in just one second. But I really do think that the solo travel experience, the solo river cruise experience is a super liberating one. I am 25 years old and I have done a handful of river cruises and ocean cruises by myself. And again, I just think that it's such a rewarding experience. It's nice because someone else is kind of planning what I'm doing and guiding me through my day. I'm not worried about making meals and getting around. I'm, I'm traveling with a group at most times, so I'm not worried about being by myself if I don't want to be. And it really is a good situation. It's easy to make friends. It's easy to talk to people. I have never dined alone if I didn't want to. And so... So it really is a good solo travel experience. Now, first we're going to talk, I'm just going to run through a list of my best cruise lines for solo travelers. And this is kind of timely because some companies, as you'll see, are only offering promotions um, through certain points of the year. So if you're listening to this later on, You'll still get some useful information, but there are some incentives that are specific to 2021 and to a certain time periods. So first we'll look at uh, AMA Waterways. So AMA Waterways has a couple of options for solo cruisers looking to avoid that single supplement. Um, the company is going to offer a reduced single supplement of 25% on select itineraries booked by March 31st, 2021. So essentially what that means is you're paying 125% of your cruise fare. You're just paying that 25% extra if you book by the end of the month. They are also going to allow any guests booking a fixed window stateroom during any of 2021 or 2022 that same reduced single supplement of 25%. That will be discounted further 10 uh, to 10 percent so then you're only paying 110 percent of the cruise fare just that 10 percent extra for those booking select fixed window staterooms by march 31st the company also has solo cabins on four of its ships that can be booked without an additional supplement but it is important to note that oftentimes when companies have solo cabins they the price of them is marked up a little bit so you might not be looking at paying what you would be looking at with a completely waived single supplement in a double cabin you might be looking at paying a little bit more for a single stateroom but you will likely not be looking at paying that 150 to 200 percent number so uh that is still an option for those looking to save avalon waterways has a is waiving the single supplement on select 2021 sailings there are only a limited number of staterooms available for the promotion um per the departure for the departure so if you are a solo traveler or you know a solo traveler it's probably best to book those pretty soon um because once those solo slots are filled uh, you'll be looking at paying that additional supplement as well also offering savings for 2021 is quasi europe 
If you guys didn't hear my interview with Mike DeCosta from Quasi Europe, I will link that in the description uh, if you're not familiar with the company. Uh, Quasi Europe has waived the single supplement on select 2021 departures, and those vary in location from Italy to Amsterdam to France. Um, and then there are also ships in Quasi Europe's fleet with solo cabins. So as I mentioned with AMA Waterways, um, you know, you can figure that out. Um, last on my list of lines offering reduced or wave single supplements is Uniworld. Uniworld is also waiving single supplements on select 2021 sailings, including the enchanting Danube, castles along the Rhine, itineraries, and more. Um, I'm going to link the promo pages for those four companies so that you can see which sailings are covered. Um, under those promotions. Uh, but I do want to talk about a couple of other companies. Those are just the companies with current promotions. I want to start by talking about Tauk. Um, on Tauk's river cruise ships, there is no single supplement in all of it, uh, all category one cabins. So if you're looking to sail and you find a Tauk itinerary, um, regardless of whether there's a promotion, you will not have a single supplement if you are booking one of those lower category staterooms. Um, and then I want to talk about American Cruise Lines, who has uh, single occupancy cabins. There is 150 to 175 percent single supplement for double occupancy cabins. Um, and Emerald Waterways does have single cabins as well. So there is one company that I have yet to mention. And this company really is one that I talk about often, every time that I talk about solo river cruises, this company comes up and that is Riviera River Cruises. Riviera has really taken these solo incentives to the next level. Riviera offers a select number of cabins on every itinerary with no single supplement. So if you find a Riviera itinerary, uh, if it's not booked up, if it hasn't been booked by many other solo travelers, chances are you're going to be able to get on with no single supplement. But Riviera takes it one step further, and they also host solo-only cruises. And with those cruises, the entire ship is available to be booked without a supplement. And you also know that you're traveling with other solo travelers, which to some is appealing. I also use Riviera as an example for when we're talking about groups of friends traveling together or uh, large, large groups of travelers who might not want to share a room. These solo only sailings are a really good option for those people because they can look at having their own individual rooms without having to pay a supplement. So you're not, I was on an AMA waterways ship and I had met three women who were traveling together. It was two sisters and a friend, and they were all bunked up in a cabin because they were trying to avoid paying that single supplement for their friend. So it just worked out better to have them all in the same cabin. And that's fine. And that really works for some people. And I've been in a a stateroom with four people, with my mom and my dad and my brother and myself. So, you know, that does work for some people. But for those who are not wanting to share a stateroom, I think that Riviera's solo itineraries are a really good place to look. And also, I just want to note that just because I didn't mention certain companies today, it doesn't mean that they don't have solo promotions ever. Uh, a lot of companies do have solo promotions that they run. I just couldn't find any. So, 
um, companies like Scenic and Viking, they might run promotions for solo travelers. They just don't have any right now. And there would be the additional single supplement for those sailings. Another thing that I have heard of people doing is finding roommates. So there are ways to do this on Facebook. There are ways to do this through travel agents is to find groups of people who might want to go on a cruise and share a room with someone. I I don't hear of this happening as much anymore, especially because now there are so many options and so many companies do have the fees waived for solo travelers. But I have heard of this in the past. So you kind of have this matchmaking service. Um, But sometimes it can take a little bit more effort on your part. Like I said, finding a Facebook group, emailing someone like me who might have someone who's interested in solo cruise, you know, things like that. And so there are other options, but I do think that the best option is to just choose a cruise that has a waived or lower single supplement. That is where you're going to look at be at paying the least. And I, for one, am not too keen on bunking up with someone in a river cruise cabin for seven to eight days that I don't know. But then again, to each their own. That is all that I have for you today. Um, But I hope that this was helpful if you're a solo traveler or if you're a travel agent helping book solo cruises, Um, because I do think that Riviera is Riviera is a UK based company and they're not as well known in North America right now, Uh, but they have been gaining a lot of momentum and they've really been catering to the North American market over the past couple of years. So the name has become more familiar, but I do think that they are a really good place to look for solos. This podcast is not sponsored by Riviera. I wish it were Riviera. If you're listening, hello, but I do just always want to give them a shout out with solos because I do think that they go above and beyond uh, to make sure that solo travelers have a good choice of itineraries with those solo only sailings. That's helpful for people who are maybe scared of going in on a cruise and trying to break into a group. So I do always want to give Riviera that special solo shout out. Um, I will see you all next week. And if you're interested in solo travel, Uh, We could do another podcast on solo cruises, uh, solo ocean cruises. So let me know if that's something that you'd be interested in the future. Uh, As I said, I will link that podcast with Quasi Europe down below so that you can get more familiar. I will also link a podcast with Riviera with Marilyn Conroy below um, that I did last spring. And then we will... Uh, I will link those promotions as well down below so that you have access to all of those. I hope you are all having a great week and I will see you next time. Bye. (laughs) 